with Smoking Dragons. It's your girl Kimmy Tan. And Fanny. And welcome to Bad Bitch, bitch Therapy. Because everybody needs therapy. And being a bad bitch is hard out here. Make sure you guys subscribe and turn your post notifications on so you guys get notified every single time we post a new video and every single time we go live. So today in Bad Bitch Therapy episode two, we're going to be talking about the Psychology Today article, as I'm sure most of you have seen, The Rise of Single Lonely Men. We're going to be talking about uh, Krishan and Blueface, as you guys have seen all over the shade room. And uh, I'm going to be previewing a little um, a little song to you, Fanny, that I kind of want to get your reaction on. And I kind of just uh, wanted to talk about it. It's a song. I'm so curious to hear it. <laughs> it's a song called If I, Got che- if I Got Caught Cheating or If I Got Caught. Uh, by a group called Division. Okay. And it's pretty controversial, um, just based on the lyrics, but there's also another layer added to that once you've seen the music video, and uh, he was on another podcast, I'm blanking it on the name, where he actually explained the lyrics of if I got caught cheating. Mm. Um, And so we're going to be exploring that a little bit today. I Mm. wanted to get your opinion and your first reaction, as well as all of you guys watching out there, whether you're watching us from Spotify or YouTube, you know, let us know what you guys think. Um, Ooh, so girl, have you seen, I'm sure you've seen the Psychology Today article. It's been all over my TikTok, all over my Instagram, the rise of single lonely men. I have, and it actually caught my attention because a whopping 62% of men Mm -hmm. make up the dating apps. Mm -hmm. And you know how I feel about dating apps, you know, as a single woman myself. And so it's just uh, so interesting to see the facts correlate with experiences. Oh, yeah. It's like everything we knew, but like didn't have actual scientific data to back it up. And, you know, it's it's something that I feel like we've all been talking about. Like, at least I felt like in my last like few months of dating, um, me and all my friends were just talking about how like men these days are expecting a lot and not giving enough. And I feel like that really is the the fall of a lot of modern relationships nowadays because like back in you know the olden times back in you know bringing it back to tradition it's always the man that has provided and you know all of that stuff but now you know with modern society and everything there is that question of you know and and men wanting to be bad bitches they want to be the bad bitch (laughs) so bad which is Oh my God, bitch! Like it manifests in sel- itself in so many ways. But I feel like that uh, the, that article to, uh, that we're talking about also kind of like talked uh, touched on that too when they said that uh, I'm sorry, uh, Greg something uh, the the psychologist that wrote the article was basically saying that one of the reasons why men are uh, finding themselves at a lack of finding meaningful com- um, relationships and um, uh, uh, connections is that there's a skills deficit, and those skills deficits does not it doesn't necessarily but yes also you know just athleticism skills just life skills or whatever but it's also their emotional skills that mm-hmm. that there is like a huge disparity mm-hmm. nowadays which mm-hmm. is leading to you know the fact that there are more single men out there. (laughs) Yeah, and the article actually resonates pretty well with our podcast as well because it talks about how um, women are actually more advanced in our skill set, relationship skill set for that matter, because Mm -hmm. most of us are doing the work. Yes. We're doing our therapy, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. bad bitch therapy. Bad bitch therapy. and we're actually going within and trying to resolve those deficits. Exactly, I'm in therapy now. Mm. I recently got into therapy, which I desperately needed for a long time. And like we said, you know, everyone needs therapy, whether you know it or not, you know. For sure. With the, you know, plus, I I mean, especially post-pandemic, I feel, if you didn't need a pre-pandemic, you definitely need a post. Like, um... And men nowadays, I feel like, um, don't, 
at least in the article, it said that like men are not going to personal therapy, and therefore they're kind of treating women as their therapists. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I don't know if you've ever been in that situation where. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you. you <laughs> I think we all have. Yeah, like you link up with a guy, and you know you're getting to know each other, and the more he talks about his life and like how he sees the world, I'm like, damn, okay, so a bitch broke your heart in sixth grade, and now you hate women. <laughs> Uh, you never maybe consider therapy. Um. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And you know that's just kind of like the small scale of things. Like something like that will manifest like a greater into a man's life if he doesn't have a good relationship with his parents, or if he doesn't have sisters, or I don't know if he just hasn't done the 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 work, hasn't done the emotional mental work to recognize, hey, I have a problem and I'm going to do something about it. Instead, I feel like a lot of men nowadays, which led to this article, it's more like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm I'm just gonna be how, and everyone else is the problem, and I'm just gonna find someone who's women just are tolerate. the problem. Yeah, yeah, and I'm glad that this article came out because. For the longest time, I, I feel like women have always felt and probably still feel like, you know, we're not good enough in anything. If it's not our physical, if, if it's, oh, you know, like dudes be like, oh, if I'm going to date a girl, she has to have her own car, have her own place, da, 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 and this and this and this. She's got to keep her body right. She's got to have her nails and feet done all the time. Got to have makeup on. Got to have like she got to have her own money and all this. Meanwhile, they do but not But are match they matching? That. No, they don't. I told you in the last Girl. episode about no plate guy. Went on a date with this guy who had no plates. Meanwhile, like he loved- No plates? No plates, yeah, no plates. Girl, I, I, I told you, like it was- So uh, you went to his place I and went, what? I went to his place. Um, and um, the entire... <laughs> this is so common amongst, uh, amongst oh, men. It really yeah, is. It really is. Just a, just a refresher for those of you guys that didn't watch uh, the this first episode. This is grown-ass men. Okay. Grown-ass men be doing this. No, he was 33, which I would consider to be grown-ass man age. Um, and Or maybe not fully grown, but at least just like grown. Grown enough grown. to have plates. Grown, girl. So... Um, <laughs> Yeah, we uh, we dated for a few months. We always uh, connected on like business. I I really admired his business acumen, and he loved my you know my ambition and stuff like that. And so I thought you know he had money and you know and he spent like six hundred dollars <laughs> on our first date and you know we had never met like at his place or anything though. So like around the fifth date or something, um, uh, it, he was like, I'll cook for you do you want to like do something chill and you just come over to my house i'm like yeah of course so yeah so we we went i met him at his place he pulled up in one of those like scooter bikes and in on attached to scooter bikes were like goodwill bags of plates and cutlery and kitchen stuff and i was just like Awkward. Okay, whatever. <laughs> so he proceeds to cook, to, to, to cook his food, and I'm examining his place, and I'm like, okay, this man was lying to me. Like, immediately I texted all my friends. I was just like, hey, here's where I am. Here's my location. Um, I think this man is, like, a serial killer, or he might be lying to me or something like that because, They like, all lie. Um, <laughs> uh, like, and I think experiences like that... Okay, like, yeah, and so he... He served us dinner on those Goodwill plates. And like, I feel like examples like that, experiences like that is why this article has become super viral because yeah. it's like a lot of, I feel like a lot of women have found that like in dating these days, like they are quote unquote bringing more to the table, almost physically <laughs> plates. But what table? Men. Like, no, I mean, well, okay. And I it's get what the, you're saying, yeah. you know, but I'm just saying, like, I guess in terms of that, like, a man that's well-established, you ever, ever hardly hear him talk Ask. about oh, what no. are you uh, bringing to... Rich gold diggers. But yeah. what are you bringing to the table? They don't <laughs> care. They have their own table. They don't care what you're going to bring as long as they... Can want show, you yeah. want you to sit there? Yeah, why exactly. You, exactly. Arm oh, candy—that's no. really what it is, right? It's essentially. I mean, I mean, or I mean, if it's not just arm candy, even though that's like a huge thing of it, I feel like uh, there's a lot of there's like things that like men th men are very simple. They really only care about like food, sex, and 
Aesthetics. Uh, well, that I, I, I feel like goes into sex and like peace. Food, sex, and peace. That's all they really care about when they're considering people who are, you know, real men at least, I feel. But like, I feel like this article, I feel like this article is popular because, yeah, like a lot of men are um, realizing that women do bring, like we come equipped. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so in that, you know, saying also going back to the 62% of men making, mm -hmm. um, you know, the, the population of dating apps, mm -hmm. that's why also as women, we have, we're overwhelmed with the paradox of choice. Yes. Because that, and that's really why I myself stopped dating online mm -hmm. was because it's, it gets so overwhelming where how do you even keep track of who's, who you're talking to, who you're <laughs> matching with, who you even have anything in common with. Right. You know, and so for me, it became a little bit diluted. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's why. But now it's that. like, you know, recently I did sign up again. But <laughs> entertainment purposes, we can check that out next episode. Let's go! <laughs> Let's go! We can do a little, oh you know. Oh, my God. Research, if you will. Market research. <laughs> I mean, hey, if you're trying to pull it up on the big screen. Hey, yeah, let's do that. Yo, I mean, have you started talking to anyone or anything? No, honestly, I and and the article also talks about this. How, you know, like I don't need a good morning text. Mm -hmm. I don't need a what you doing text. Like, I'm trying to make money. <laughs> That's what I'm doing, you know? And yeah. unless we're, like, going to do something together, like, I don't know. Like, it's I don't really need the dick, I need magic, yes. I need money. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's really what it's coming down to. And yeah. that's why I think, you know, the whole bad bitch mentality, too, has taken such a rise because now we're actually, like, not even taking breadcrumbs anymore. Like, we, we are the done. Whole we are done. We are done with men's shitty behavior. We are done with you, with men stringing us along as an option for safety, for security, because naturally, us as women, we are nurturing, and we will go, we will nurture whatever we feel nurtures us. We are done with, you, with mm -hmm. men lying to us. We are done done with poor behavior we are done with unfaithful men we are done with men who are just giving us the bare minimum and expecting us to fawn over that right. we are done with men thinking that we have we have low standards and as long as you show us a little affection we'll be good we we are done like we are just done and i am so happy like that story that i told you about no play guy and like stuff like that like the only w reason why he thought he can get with a bad bitch like me with no plates is because he's been able to get away with that, that like so far. Girl, you I was hanging I mean? out with this one guy at one point, right? And he told me like, you know, we were cooking up dinner or something like that. Mm -hmm. And um, I needed serving spoons. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, where are your serving spoons? And he's like, oh, name one guy right now that you have in your phone that has serving spoons. <laughs> So I showed him. <laughs> My man is serving yeah, exactly. spoons. My man has multiple serving spoons. He has. Exactly is my point. He has like, everything. Don't like, think that that is the standard because no. it is not. No. And like, let's be real. Like, men understand that they are happier when in relationships. And they understand that women... They're the benefiters exactly. of a relationship. Yes, yes. And they also understand that women are, we are, uh, at least a, a huge portion of women are typically very emotional people. And so they try to appeal to that side of us to be like, okay, I say all this stuff or whatever, but I'm not going to do anything for you. I'm just right. going to lie to you and fucking whatever. And when I call you out on that behavior, I'm going to be like, I'm going to gaslight the shit out of you and be like, you're crazy. You're, you know. <laughs> and that right there, I mean, just even the word gaslight. I, five years ago, 10 years ago, you wouldn't hear that word no. so frequently used exactly. in terms it does of relationships. Get, it, it does get annoying to the point where I feel like, are people just throwing out that word, like, whenever? But, like, when you really think about it, that we are gaslighting that word by, by thinking that. Right? Like, <laughs> and when you actually talk to it, uh, talk about it to a man, like, they're like, oh shit like 
Yeah. They're like, on to something. Yeah. <laughs> like, bro, I mean, how many times have you been in a situation? I don't know about you, but like for me, I've been in very many situations where like, if there's a problem in the relationship that I feel like needs to be addressed, cause I'm that kind of person where like, you know, if there's a problem, let's talk about it so we can fix it mm -hmm. and move on. Mm -hmm. So I would bring up a topic and then the guy would be like, no, like that's not real. And I'm like, how can you tell me that like, my experience isn't real? I'm, it's like, you know, it's not even about the word validate because of course my feelings are valid. I feel them. Yeah. Like, and so like, and why most men tend to call their exes or women crazy for that matter. Oh, but was yeah. she crazy before? But right, but what, there's got to the or women were, are just you know, crazy. before you like gaslit her and lied to her and yeah, you know, was she you know? It's like every woman I feel or honestly every person in relationships because when you enter a relationship, you are very vulnerable. And in your vulnerable state, whether you're healing or not, you naturally tend to carry your past with you. And depending on how solid your partner is, then you heal in time and, you know. If you're emotionally available. If you're emotionally available. Right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So one, I think one of the opening lines of that article was dating opportunities for heterosexual men are diminishing as healthy relationship standards rise. So let's talk a little bit about what those healthy healthy relationship standards are. And are they really a standard? I mean, are they really that high of a standard or is it just bare minimum? Yeah. Like, dude, you, yeah. know, that, you know that trend that's going around? Like, um, he's a six, but he's loyal. So you're a six. Is that not expected? Yeah, exactly. So it's like, uh, it's, it's like things like that. So what are these healthy relationship standards that are failing to be met that is leading to the rise of lonely single men? Like, I want to say um, exclusivity. And yeah, for sure. Is, is, not being treated as an option. Yes. And I think that's one of the biggest things is that nowadays, I mean, you hear about, like I said, just breadcrumbing and mm -hmm. stringing along, right? Yes. Just to have the rotation going. Yeah, just to keep you interested enough right. to like feed my ego, but I see no future with you, but I'm gonna keep you around because I can still fuck other bitches while I still get my ego fed right. by you. Right, for sure. Yeah. For and like, sure. here's the thing, clear like in dating, I feel like there needs to be that phase like before you become boyfriend, girlfriend, but like, the time limit, bitch. Like, I know girls who have been in talking stages for years, months. Like, girl, I would never. No, I would three never. months. Three months, and I don't have I don't have any more time in me after three yeah. months. Like, yeah. I had never had a talking stage past three months. Like, and that's why, I, at the same time, like, I don't think that every relationship can be based based off of the same standards of how many dates did you go on yeah. before perhaps intimacy or whatever. Oh, like, no. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, all of those uh, standards are being challenged because who wants to waste three fucking years or whatever years it is mm -hmm. to get to the point of knowing that maybe you're not even that compatible? Oh, no. But it's the, it's the, I don't want you, so that's going to make you want me, like, type thing. So um, I've also um, done a little bit of research and, you know, Apparently, men in uh, men in foreign countries, aka outside of America, find that they're like they're they are single because they feel like the standards are too high, and American women are easier because the standards here are significantly lower. So, for example, like in um, in foreign countries in Spain, France, like or or whatever the fuck, like if you're dating somebody. Like, if you've been on, like, a certain number of dates, it's almost assumed that you are only seeing each other and this is leading to a relationship. Whereas I feel like in America, like, with hookup culture and, like... Oh, for sure. All of this stuff, it, like, it's become very normalized, like, the long-ass talking phase and we're having sex and you're getting all the benefits of a girlfriend without any actual commitment. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And I feel like that mm -hmm. has also kind of led to the rise of single, lonely men because mm -hmm. they... Men are very, like complacent people they will take what you give them like and so i feel like a lot of women kind of are giving too 
like giving the girlfriend experience before you're a girlfriend. And it starts there. It literally yeah. starts there. Yeah. And like setting the standards, like, okay, not setting the standards, but like, because the standards of men have like lowered, us is, we just have to, mm -hmm. we, you know what I mean? And so when I was, you know, men would call me difficult and stuff. You know, it's so hard to please you. And I'm like, no, you're just not doing enough. Yeah. Like, I want you to open my door. I want yeah. you to text me good morning every day. I want you to buy me flowers. Yeah. I want you to pay for I want day. you to do the bare like, minimum. <laughs> literally, like, it's just. Plus some. Exactly, but like yeah. to a lot of men, like hearing that, that's too much. Oh yeah. That's too much. Buying you flowers, opening your door, whoa, what is this, the 1950s? Yeah. Nah, okay, you say, you think that, you see that, but yet you still want the woman to cook and clean. Mm -hmm. So, it's like stick to one thing. You wanna be traditional or not? Mm-hmm. So. Girl, I went on uh, a date with this guy. He's from uh, Canada, shout oh. out. <laughs> He's so handsome. Aww. Anyways, uh, we went out on a date and w that's exactly the conversation that we were having. It was like, he mentioned that. He was like, you know how easy American men make it for yes, us foreigners? Exactly. Because exactly. he was such a gentleman. I mean, exactly. he was, he's so handsome. Mm. I mean, but on top of it, he's being a gentleman. Like, oh my God, I was, I, I hate to say it, but it's hard not to be floored by somebody that is good looking, How yet has all that? of those, you know, bare minimum qualities. How sad is that? Okay. How sad is that? And because men uh, in this article, according to this article, take up 62% of the space. So that means women take up 38%. So we are, I feel like we, are in a way like almost you're gonna find better choices hmm. like because it's just we know that you know what i mean and i feel like i don't know about Data you mall, but like sis. I, <laughs> <laughs> and miss the may the best man win that's what i say bitch i mean okay think about it we have put up with some bare minimum ass shit which is why that canadian guy when you met him and he's like actually a gentleman why you were so floored by that but he how pays sad. for the date he opens my door like everything that you would just think is like no-brainer. No that is a no-brainer in other countries. But Absolutely. that's my point. And yeah. that's why we even talked about that. And he was like, these American men make it so easy for me. And I'm like, yeah, they do. <laughs> I feel like it's also why a lot of like Southern men in America like have the upper have the upper hand. True. Just because they have the traditional that, like, value. Yes, absolutely. Like all these fucking city boys are city boys. And so, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it just makes it. <laughs> let's it, leave it at that. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> it's, oh man. I feel like a lot of women, because in our society and our culture, like literally like diet culture and, you know, magazines, media trying to make us mm -hmm. constant, like the diet. Beauty standards. Beauty standards, yeah. all of that. We naturally try to put our best self when it comes to love, because we have been conditioned to feel like we don't deserve that. Mm -hmm. Because, it, like, mm -hmm. it, we have been conditioned to feel like no matter how skinny you are, you know what I mean? It, you, you're not. Like you well, don't look at all these this, you know beautiful I mean? ass celebrities: Beyonce, Shakira, Sh Rihanna, Shakira, Shakira I mean, Kim Kardashian. Bitch, like they all got cheated on. Yes, and <sighs> yes. So again, it, it it comes down to you know values and morals and and how people. Not we're just brought up, but where do we want to go from here as well? And I think that's why, you know, it adds to this article as well is because the psychology of things. Most of the times, you know, we think that daddy issues. How about mommy issues? You know how many men had have mommy issues? Oh, bitch. <laughs> bitch. Oh, let's not open bitch. up that can of worms, right? Bitch. Yeah. Okay, so a quick quick dating story bro so like there's this one dude this actor guy i was dating he had bad mommy issues and like i just like i was just it was an oversight i was like okay whatever the fuck i didn't we went on a couple dates facetimed a bunch whatever this motherfucker facetimes me at like three in the morning drunk as fuck talking about like you're so special kimmy you make me feel so safe you make me feel so at home and i'm like okay and then he's like i'm gonna pull up right now and i'm like don't <laughs> Please don't. I'm going to sleep. I'm, my lashes are off. 
my makeup is off. Once the lashes are off, it's do- I'm done for the night. That's exactly. It. So he ignores me. Um, stupidly, he knew I gave him my address just to pick me up uh, from one of our earlier dates. This motherfucker shows up. Drunk, That's why I say drunk. a no no on dude, that. Yes, dude. Yes, take this. Yes, yeah, like no no. He showed up drunk at 3 a.m. and just started just like basically venting to me and like. You know, I felt like his mom, I had to, I, he drove here, first of all. He showed up drunk. And so I'm just like, literally, for the safety of you and people on the road, I'm going to make sure you're, like, sober before you leave here. And so, like, I just listened to all his bullshit and, like, and, like, (laughs) I wouldn't have considered it bullshit if we had, we weren't that, we weren't there in our situationship where it was like, yeah, let's talk about our traumas. So, like, the fact that this motherfucker showed up and, like, felt like I was a safe place or whatever and just, like, unloaded on me and, like, I had to feed him bread and, like, water and, like, I didn't have but to you hold know, his hair back, but, like, it's just, like, yeah. That's man. another thing that men do. They use their vulnerability as men in manipulation because they know that women are inclined to having exactly good, goodwill, good, you know, nurturing, whatever. And these men have become so, like, adapt to manipulation. Yes. So I don't feel mm-hmm. bad for not feeling bad for them. <laughs> I really don't. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously, you know, if you've developed a, a friendship or a bond, like, I get it. But right off the bat, like, dude, no. Yeah. No. And, like, I feel like a lot of them expect that off the bat. Like, I've, had, I've been on so many first dates where uh, one of the questions he asks is uh, just, like, can you cook? And I'm like, uh, can you build a house? What? Uh, <laughs> you don't see me asking. <laughs> like, um, yeah, I yeah. mean, you know what I mean? Can like, you fix my car? Can you fix my car? Can you change my tire? Yeah. Can you can do you, my brakes? Can you put my furniture together for me? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't see me asking you that. Like, you know what for I mean? For sure. I mean, like, it, it, it comes in context. So, like, if he asks about, like, hobbies or whatever, and I mention food, if he asks me, so do you, do you cook? That's not out of the blue. But right. if we're just talking about, like, relationships and, you know... I don't know what you quote unquote bring to the table, I guess. Like, you know. But okay, so let's talk about that for for just a quick second before I want to go into um, this. Uh, I want to show you this song. Um, mm-hmm. So the question, what do you bring to the table? That is like those words verbatim. I feel like in media and everything, it has. We we hear those words and we're like, oh. But let's be real. We all consider that whenever we're considering a mate what or a friendship or any a business anything what do you bring to my table you know what i mean it's just the context of like men asking that because like on like men shouldn't ask that you think that but you don't ask it like i think yes and no and just because you know as an independent woman myself like i don't really need to have a man bring anything and anything into my table and so I don't need him to pay any of my bills. However, I do want him to spoil me, to yes. be able to spoil me with things, you know, just as I would spoil him. Oh, yeah. But not necessarily have the expectation that I'm going to take care of you either. Right. You know, so I think there's like, you know, that grayish lines between what do you bring to the table versus let's just join our tables right. type of thing. I feel like it's definitely dependent on like the man who asked that. I mean, here's the thing. I feel like men on dates will ask some variation of that question. But when he uses those exact words, we get triggered and we're like... I think broke men oh. ask that question. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm well, going to be okay. completely honest. That is true. That is true. But rich, I've rich never, men too... I've never had a... They'll uh, think that. Uh, don't think that if they're serious about you. I think you. they're more aesthetically inclined, to it's, be honest. Like I said before, it's it's literally food, sex, and peace. That's all they... So they're, they're like, they won't ask you what do you bring to the table, but they're going to be asking you questions and scoping and out maybe not what you bring to the table. No, like okay. they're going to be scoping out what you bring to the table, and their table it, it consists of food sex and peace. peace yeah yeah exactly yeah. So, so that's yeah so basically what i'm trying to say is like everyone always asks what do you bring to the table it, but if they ask that that's a red flag um but everyone it's natural that we always scope it out you know what i mean and well because you're assessing your you know your yeah. um the competitors <laughs> the competitors <laughs> For real, 
Those, though, I mean, talk about paradox of choice. Oh, That's where I'm taking it back the to. The roster, you know? the player. Yeah, dude. I mean, yeah. oh, you know, do like, I need to bench you? Do I need to? <laughs> you got you your star startup. Yeah. Like, I mean, do I like you that much? Uh-huh. I don't know. You know? Right. I mean. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I Bitch. don't know. <laughs> Girl. Okay, so this song. Let's do it. Okay. So earlier we were talking about how, um, oh, I forgot what we were talking about. We were, we were talking something about um, the having multiple options. Men feel that too. Men feel that too. And especially with the rise of like city girl music, men, Megan The Stallion, Cardi B, like female empowerment, yeah, like I'm, I get bitches just like you, like type shit. Like, you know, I started, uh, when, I, when I was dating, I started calling uh, my Ross, I, I, I started calling the, oh yeah, he a baddie, he a baddie, like hoes, 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 hoes. And like that just made things easier. Oh, like shit. that's why we, I mean, us as a culture, we all have, you know what I mean? Like, that's. Your favorite one or what? Huh? <laughs> Your favorite one? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, no, guy I'm seeing right now, he was my favorite hoe. Like, <laughs> he was my favorite. Like, he was dark quarterback. Like, oh, um, my. Like, uh, I mean, he started off, you know, yeah. differently. But, like, I think you know, he's his, awesome, by the way. He's amazing. I love yeah, him. He is. I love him. Like, he's. Literally, yes. he needs to teach classes of, he yes. needs to teach like boyfriend classes. Yeah, we should have him as a guest for sure. <laughs> One, maybe, I don't know. I'm keeping him pretty private. Like, uh, hey, I don't blame you. I don't blame face. you. Um, so uh, interesting. Yeah, so he was the one actually that brought up this song right here. Okay. okay. This is the man's bad bitch anthem. So you need to... This video, this, okay, so it's called If I Get Caught by Division, DVSN. And at first, I just heard the audio, and I was like, what the fuck? These lyrics? Like, y'all want to be the bad bitch so bad. Um, But then I watched the video, and I saw his interview explaining this song, and that kind of you know, made me think about this song a different way. Huh? Yes, I mean, we're gonna talk about that in a sec. Let me yeah. just All right. take it away. If I get caught, DVSN. Woo! Thoughts? Thoughts? Comments? Are you ready for my thoughts? Yeah, let's go, baby. Girl. That's what that therapy's for. Yes. Let's talk about it. But the lyrics go, the hook is, if I get caught cheating, that don't mean I don't love you. And that is a very controversial line because let's be real i feel like uh, a lot of us have experienced at least some level of infidelity unfortunately mm-hmm. and this has been a topic that i've brought up with my male friends uh, and counterparts just how cheating for men is different than it is for women but the thing about this video is that or is you, it it, or is it and we're going to get into that mm-hmm. but if you if you watch the video it's basically um he you know him and his girl are you know he's going out with his boys for the night and um his friend leaves uh his phone at her house and while she's home and while they're out you know whatever her imagination goes crazy and it's just like oh he's out with the boys they're probably getting some strippers getting some homes and when in reality he was just with his boys just playing a casual game of poker. And the phone that was left at the girl at, at, at their house that the girl saw, he was getting messages all night, like, hey, when you're gonna come pull up, like, hi, daddy, and all this shit. And like, she saw all of that, and she started like destroying his shoes, his um, closet, fucking breaking glass, all of that stuff. So she was over, she was reacting to what she thought was his phone, and he, he was getting like all these messages from all these hoes. And, in like the verse opens with basically and the music video also opens with him talking about how like you wouldn't like me if you thought i didn't have hoes because let's be real like us as women we like men that other women like too well like, just even as men and men uh, men uh, like women yeah, that other, other, that men, other like. men are absolutely most of the time they're more concerned about what their homies are gonna think than what they really like themselves being men let's are keep it real men are physically attracted to women but emotionally attracted to men let's just put it that way <laughs> um but yeah and so um the whole video basically culminates that he that she found out that oh this was his phone the whole time 
and he was really just out just being just normal just faithful Dude. everything yeah. faithful everything and so he talked about it in his podcast um about how the main focus that everyone missed in the song was the word if if he got caught cheating, AK, but it goes deeper than just if he got caught cheating. It's if you think I'm cheating. So like if you, because of your insecurities, project that I'm cheating or whatever, like I still love you. I still have proven to you up till this point that like I love you and clearly, you know, I'm, if you're gonna date an attractive man, which we all want to, right. it comes, what that comes with is female attention. And yeah. that's, that's yeah. it just comes with the territory. Yeah. Just like if you're trying to date a bad bitch, but you're gonna be on her because like guys like her, like then don't date an ugly bitch then. Right, like, right, and It works right. the same for men. Right. It works the same for right. men. If right. you're gonna date an attractive guy, that's gonna come with like, you know, he's going to, depending on what he does. Bitches like, hitting him up. Yeah, or just know? like people, like women just being attracted to him in general just by any innocent, you know what I mm -hmm. mean? And like you just have to be secure enough to handle that. Agreed. So just like, it takes a, uh, just like it takes a secure man to be with a bad bitch, yeah. it takes a secure woman to be with a baddie too. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, again, it brings us back to the whole theme of this podcast as far as to therapy, because if as women, we don't heal those parts of us where we've experienced those traumas yes. of infidelity, we are gonna project it into our next uh, relationship. Yes. You know, oh, yeah. and I, I think that's where it gets really, really sticky in situations where you have to really assess, is this really trauma induced or are these facts? Right. You know, to be able to obviously yes. make a decision or about your feelings yeah. and how you're feeling because we're always gonna be right. insecure, I think, as human beings that right. just comes with the nature of. Yes. But being able to have that emotional intelligence, yes. I think that's where therapy helps. Absolutely. So um, uh, my man who has been through therapy and just, uh, we were talking the other day about how um, I and a lot of people react to everything in life emotionally. Mm -hmm. And you know, in relationships too, with the whole mm -hmm. if he was cheating, like type thing, like, um, like we tend to jump the I gun. Guess, yeah, so like emo emotionally reacting to everything, and like he brought up a point that really, literally, it was like <sighs> made me really think. When you emotionally react to something, that is a very selfish move, because you are choosing to bring into you guys's reality based on your own. Yeah. And it's just like, that's very inconsiderate because you're not considering that someone else might be thinking of that too. Uh, might be thinking something else too. And For you're, sure. yeah. yeah. And so that. And why um, communication is so ev yes. uh, even important in a relationship, not just communication. I think lately um, I've been, you know, trying to, also talk about comprehension because yes. communication is important but, but how well do we com comprehend you can communicate all you want you know? but if they don't understand it's redundant yeah like, exactly yeah. so i mean are we really you know getting to that point or are we just talking exactly are my words falling on deaf ears right you know what i mean and I really feel like that is, that's one of the things I've had to, you know, uh, realize about myself that like, I have to make sure that whoever I'm trying to communicate with also comprehends what I'm saying. Because just because I say it, that's all, that's very self like, oh, I did this, I did this, but like, it's selfish because like, you don't think about, do they understand? You know, so... Mm. Are when, we taking the time to listen? Exactly. And not just speak? And you also right? have to... Yes, exactly. And not just waiting for your turn to talk. Like, right. it's also about, like, making your communication tactics in, like, a way that you know the other person can comprehend it in. Because, like, for example, like, I am a very sensitive person, um, and my boyfriend is a bit more... 
I guess like harsh, but like he's not really, he's just realist, more, I guess, realistic. Slash analytical like, maybe. Yeah, analytical and just a lot right. more like. Factual based. Factual, factual, exactly. Illogical, logic based. And so sometimes when he's telling, when he's trying to communicate to me things that need to be communicated, I take them as like maybe a, a, a dig at me or like a personal, and that's, you know, based on my own trauma. Right, right. And so I, I, every time that situation arises, I have to do the mental gymnastics of just like, is this actually how he's being or is it just my but see even like, that traumas. relationship work like yeah you know it's good that you'd make that assessment within yourself mm -hmm. but you're never gonna know until you communicate with him how you're feeling and then he is um considerate enough to assert you that no i did not mean it in that way yeah. this is what i meant and i love you bottom line yeah you know what i mean because that and that's where again the whole communication and effort goes into it because oh, yes. if it's just a one-way thing you're gonna be insecure no, forever girl like you know i really believe that like um relationships the best relationships that work are when two people try relationships fail and one person stops trying yeah and for sure oh absolutely yeah and so then it's just gonna be an endless cycle and you know we've probably all been through that and that's yeah. why we tend to carry you know previous relationship trauma into like the next and yeah. it's up to your partner to be patient with you enough to heal that part because I mean everyone has some kind of wound from there I mean if you're dating over Even the age of childhood 22, yeah if you're dating past like 22 24 like it's gonna come with some history yeah you know what I mean and like the older For we get sure. I feel like the more like understanding we become of that I mean I don't know. I at least that's. I mean, my, you would hope you know. in terms of growth and personal growth, right? But unfortunately, I don't think that everybody has the capacity or the willingness to do that self work. Right, and that's right. why that you know the whole therapy. Yes, it literally yeah. like that. A single men article was based. It culminated to saying if men would just do the work, get yeah. therapy. Yeah, like there yes. is a skill deficit. That skill yes. deficit doesn't mean you can fish or you can run or you can throw a fucking ball. It's literally like the mental skills. Allow yourself to feel, feel so that you can get process whatever like, emotions you need to process and you can become a better person, not just for people around you, but for yourself, dude. Yes, for yourself. Yes. 100%. Yeah. And again, that's that's right. where I think as women and bad bitches, we take the lead is that we're willing to do that work. Like for me, I love spending time by myself. I, I know. know people think it's fucking no, weird. I love it. But it's, I love spending time dude, with myself. Dude, your place is so nice. Because like, that's I get when it. I get the most done. I'm yeah, more, you most get disciplined. You know, yes. I have a schedule uh, I can keep. Yes. When I'm out and about, girl, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> exactly, I know. you know. So, you know, I don't mind having that quiet time to recalibrate. It's it's essential. Yeah. It's very, very yeah. much essential. Like, you have to be full in yourself before I feel like, even in, you know, friendships and relationships Absolutely. like you, the most important thing is that you have that peace. Do you have your happy place? Do you have pockets of peace? Like, do, yeah. you, do you like to watch K-pop videos? Do you like to watch, you know, this Where do you certain retreat, type? Do you right? have TV shows? Do you have hobbies? Yeah. You know, like you need to, you need, you need to have your own identity. And that's number one. Yeah. That is number one. Because if you don't have that and you go into... A relationship like it's always it's most of the time not going to end up well because i've been there yo so uh do you follow shade room yeah so so you've seen the whole thing with krishan and Blueface. what a mess <laughs> i mean i would talk about like women giving more than men in that same vein mm -hmm. i mean granted you know she does have her traumas as most of us do not just women but uh, people and you know tying back to what i was talking about about um the whole if i got caught cheating song and everything mm -hmm. do we as women tend to bring our traumas into our new relationships and kind of disregard no matter how much he shows you into that 
good relationship, healthy relationship, you know what I mean? Could that be possibly our... It's just it's just something to, to, to think about, because, like, I mean, with my traumas and everything, like, I, I absolutely understand that, like, bare minimum is not a trophy. And, you know, just uh, us as, you know, humanity going gravitating towards more healthy relationships and friendships and relationships but relationships especially what we're talking about like okay so let's just do a quick recap so Krishan and Blueface so mm -hmm. Blueface he's a you know a very successful uh, rapper artist mm -hmm. um uh enough to where he was able to make a spin-off show it's kind of based on bad girls club but it became like Blueface club where it was basically just like yeah just you know bad bitches in a room with some alcohol mm -hmm. and cameras and drama injected let's see what the fuck happens and so essentially it was kind of like a dating show for Blueface, like you know kind of like a all these mm -hmm, girls mm -hmm. ha were, were you know fighting for him and you know, they all had their own ties to him. So Krishan, his current girlfriend, she lost a tooth on on that show in a fight with um, one of else. the girls. Or uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I think so. I'm I I haven't actually watched it, but like just based on research and everything, that's what I gather. Mm. Um, so he basically signed her as an artist, and then they started dating. And <laughs> when I tell you this bitch loves to fucking fight, I mean, that what bitch do you is crazy. Her name is Krishan <laughs> Rock. She is named after three dudes. Like I'm saying, like, and she's hella she's athletic. So, and so pretty. She's I think so. Beautiful, but like this bitch is is athletic and can fucking fight. She can fucking throw down. That bitch, bitch is down. She fought her mother, uh, his mother and sister. And what? Yes. and no on that way. show when she lost her tooth. So um she So it was on the show that she lost the tooth? No, that like the mother fight was like separate from oh, okay. but like she lost the actual tooth. And so uh one thing I've been seeing on Shade Room and all of that stuff, like she got like a permanent like veneer, like you know. Type, yeah, I seen like, that yeah, with, yeah, his yeah, yeah, with his on face it. on it. Yeah, she had to get surgery I saw that. to get that. I saw that shit, <laughs> bitch. And like so, recently, she's so head over heels that over him for sure. I mean, he he was my ex. He he's my ex type. So like, I I understand it, but like he. And, and and what comes with a man of that stature, I guess, and status, and you know, especially in the music world, entertainment, right? Okay. And you know, so repeat it. So back to the story. Apparent, like you know, in the in their love story, she basically kept on coming back to him, even though she knew that he had been cheating on him and had the um, baby mama, right? Yes. Okay. So what was her name? Alexis. Um, what was her name? What was her name? Jaden Alexis, something like that. I'm sorry, I'm, but I I know the name Alexis was in it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so they were. They had one baby, and then yes. she just recently had another baby. Yes, yes, right, yes. Uh, yes so now they recently. they have two kids. Yes, and Blueface was posting about her a lot. You know, she like pulled up at his he house. He gave her like a Rolex just yes. recently or some shit like some, that. Yeah, like he was gifting second, her shit. Yeah, Jaden yeah. Alexis, I think that yeah. was her. Yeah. Okay. Jaden yeah. Alexis. Okay, um, and she's like a high school sweetheart. Yeah. Right. Yeah, she was with him th like from start from the bottom of over here. Yeah. Like yeah she yeah, was yeah. that bitch, the ride or die. Wow. Um. And so recently, um, there was a video that surfaced of Blueface breaking down a door because Krishan got a hold of his phone and ran to the bathroom to to be looking through. It shit. always has to do with the phone. Yeah. Always, that's why, girl. I don't look through phones. I don't like, either. No. Don't hurt your feelings. No. Don't don't hurt your own feelings. Unless you're ready to go. Ugh, like that's I mean, what I say. Unless you're ready to go, then. <laughs> I mean, a lot could go be through taken that phone. Like, I mean, if you're going through someone's phone, you're looking for something, and so something super innocent could be taken. But you're gonna find yeah. it, yeah, regardless, the right? Truth will come I think out, so. Even if it's on your yeah. side or his side, if you were being a snoopity ass bitch, whatever it is, if you are being a snoopity ass bitch, or if he was like a cheating ass bitch, the truth is gonna come out one way or another. You feel me? 
Um, yeah, so recently they were caught outside uh, Lucky Strike. I think that's... In Hollywood, right? Was it Hollywood? Something like that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And TMC caught it or some shit like yeah, that. And I it think was, that's how I saw it. And that was their second public fight. Because before that, you know, they were seen wrestling or just, just fighting. And he was seen, like, beating her a few times. And, you know, mm -hmm. that, that caused the media, like, upster for sure. Because it's oh, just wow. like... But, but context. We don't know context. We only see the videos. So, naturally, our natural biases are going to go to That bitch for, is like, crazy. Either that bitch is crazy or he I was mean, abusing again, her. You feel me? Like, I don't blame her. Let's yes. just clarify that. <laughs> yeah. I don't blame her, I but that bitch her. is crazy for sure. So he she fucked. Can fucking throw down. She fucked. I he love her, fucked honestly. with the wrong one. <laughs> I do. I do too. I think she's so pretty. I think she's so athletic. I think she can do way better. Yo. <laughs> and apparently, her brother. Right. That's the danger of having older brothers. Kajan's brother. She comes from said, a big family. I yes. hear. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. I've read. Oh yeah. And she got some brothers, and like one of them said that like. He would literally like do time like for her, and like he he would pull up on Blueface in a second, like as you know my my mother has seven brothers, and she's the youngest, and so I you know that you know what it is yeah yeah, yeah exactly like sure. don't fuck with me like, and my dad definitely knew that about her like she has seven older brothers like so act right. <laughs> act, act right act right. <laughs> I mean, yo, and and so she also has, um, sh uh, because of because of you know recently it's it's come out. She recently made a video that was like, "You made me give up give up my babies that I had with you when you're dealing with like your baby mama and like you know." entertaining slash funding slash being present through so all he of that. apparently had her go through like several abortions oh, that right? is so sad that is so incredibly sad i personally have and she's never only 22 through. she's 22 he's 25 yeah. so obviously there is that a little bit of like age but i mean Different. i feel like four years to me is one generation right and so i feel like if if someone is like less than four years old, they're still in your because that's middle school, high school, different yeah, yeah, you know yeah. type shit, type type shit. Um, that's, but it doesn't take away the fact that she's so young. She's so young, and, and she doesn't even real girl. realize like I remember when the I was detrimental 22. effects of that. Absolutely, too. and like my best friend, one of my best friends is twenty two right now, and like she i want to protect that girl with my whole mm. entire life because i was once that age and there is a level of naivety with that age For that sure. you don't realize until you're older because when i was 22 i was i felt like i was on top of the I was like, I am queen status I am right a now. I'm, an adult. I am, I am peaking. Like, you know what? I, I am just, an adult. Yeah. And that's the first moment. You know, I really feel like the moments, I mean, life experience aside, you know, life experience being one of the variables. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. generally, okay, I feel like the growing years that occur in adulthood is 18, 22, 25-26, and then this is the this is the hard thing when it comes to your late twenties. It literally happens so quick. Twenty eight, twenty seven, twenty eight, twenty nine, and thirty are all so it comes quick. Yeah, I feel it. I mean, I don't know. Like I just I just feel that way. What makes you come up with that theory? Not that I disagree, mm -hmm. but what makes you come up with that theory in terms of like that age? Because I feel like when you're eighteen, you're really still a kid. Legally, yes, you're an adult, and you, for the first time in your life, you have um, autonomy and jurisdiction Legal. over your own yeah, life. Yeah, legally. Right? Uh -huh. Yes, and so, but that's that's new, and that doesn't settle until you turn 21, mm. which when what is why I say 22 is the next stage, where it's okay. just like I have I have established now that I'm an actual adult. And right now, because I'm in peak shape, I'm in peak, you know, energy levels. I'm at, I'm at peak, right? Yeah. And my my mind, my brain hasn't stopped developing yet, so I'm literally still a sponge. Okay. And so this is the perfect time to learn new skills. College years. Yes, right? absolutely. Yeah. And then I feel like when you hit twenty five, twenty six, 
because as someone in their early 20s, mm-hmm. you f- you feel that mm-hmm. you, you know, are growing. And, you know, it's like 25. It's like that number that everyone expects to, like, make it at and et cetera. Um, but that realization takes, like, a year to take place. So when okay. you turn 26, you're like, okay, I'm in my late 20s now. And surprise, motherfucker, that's when life hits you like a motherfucking truck. Guess what? 27 is going to be another year. And 28 and 29 and 30. I'm 28 That's why right you now. feel so like in overwhelmed a rush with to, everything yes, hitting you at the same time, exactly. if you will. Especially. And back, yeah. to, back to the point. So Krishan is 22. And so I feel like she is... Well, let's give give her some credit because of her past family trauma. You know, they all had to, like, live in one room, essentially. And that comes with growing up faster. She comes from, like, a family of 11, right? Something like that. Yeah, it's crazy. Like a big family. Yeah. And, like, dude, growing up in circumstances like that just forces you to grow up faster. Oh, for sure. So to her credit, even though she is on this Earth 22 in her body, mentally she definitely has some years in her. For sure. Um, but I just I just feel so bad for her because just like at this point, I feel like that is when you're at your prime manipulable stage. Mm. When you're 21 to 25. Like, even, I mean, even before that, it gets even more vulnerable. But like, in your adult stage where you can actually go out to bars and drink and, you know, mm-hmm, 21 mm-hmm. to 25. That's your formative ass years. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> like... I really feel like when you're in that age too, and I'm maybe speaking from my own experiences, but when you're at that age, you are so much more susceptible to like abuse. and Because you don't know better. You don't know better. So in terms and of experience. And you think like, there's nothing better yeah, out there. For than sure. like, and this is, this is what abusers will do. They will make you believe that they and are the best lighting. that you can get. And the gaslighting yes. too. Like, so that that makes sense. It's crazy. Like yeah. maybe I might be just speaking from experience. No, I agree. Like, I, I I would agree. You know, if I am coming from that point of view as well, is that like um, for myself, like I thought everything was a fairy tale. <laughs> You chick know what I mean? Chick flicks will do that to you. <laughs> chick flicks. Chick flicks are okay. if straight people acted like lesbians. <laughs> um, that shit is not real. And I know it's not real, uh, obviously. But, you know, like, like, in terms of, like, in like, my personal experience, yes. it was a fairy tale. Because when I was 22, 23, 25, you like. You want that picture perfect. I was living right. it. Yeah. You know, I you was living yeah. But I was years, living it. Like- I was living it and that's what I'm saying like even in terms of now like looking at it from in retrospect like I can see why women at that age feel that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you want to live that life, of course. You want to think that you found the one. And you still can. You still can. But it just comes with more work than you would think it would. Mentally, emotionally, spiritually, it comes with more. It's attainable for sure, but, like, you got to put in the work to get it. Oh, for and sure. That's a lot of it is attainable. Too. Like we said, everybody needs therapy. Everybody needs therapy. There are therapy is just like a cheat sheet to how to live a happy life. Literally, I think therapy is the answer to how to be able to live a healthy life. Therapy not only like helps you organize your thoughts because when you just have someone to talk to, even the talk therapy, like you know, you get to hear hear what you're saying. Back to yourself. Reverberate. 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 But it's a soundboard. Yes. And I think, like, uh, for myself, I always, like, shout out to my, you know, little sister because, like, I love her so much because I tell her, like, you're my soundboard. Like, I just feel like whenever I talk to her and obviously she's been there through my relationship as a um sister-in-law yeah you know so she's and sometimes you need that it. you need yeah you need and that. she's like you my soundboard yeah she is like my total soundboard and that's why i'm saying you need that 
Yes, and therapy can be mm-hmm. a sound- aside from that yes. too. Yeah, for sure. I think the more layers that you add to it, the more the better you're gonna be. Exactly, and you know, advancing in yourself, you know, sets you up for advancing in your entire life when oh, you for advance sure. in yourself first. If you have a question, a topic, anything you would like advice on, or anything you would just like us to talk about on air. Just send us an email at badbtherapypod. That's B-A-D-B-T-H-E-R-A-P-Y at gmail.com. And we got you. We got you. Don't we want to hear from you, you so yes, please. Absolutely. And make sure you subscribe for our YouTube watchers and everyone. Make sure you subscribe. And on, on YouTube, turn on your post notifications so y'all get to get notified every single time we post and so the next if you want to be one of the first people to watch for our next episode make sure you turn your post notifications on so thank you fanny hey Um, same here make sure you guys follow her on instagram at cali girl 310 310 710 a L I G E for the connoisseurs. <laughs> you know what that means. <laughs> if you know, you know. And of course, y'all already know. Uh, I'm at Kimmy Tan Official, and we actually hey. just started an Instagram, uh, Bad B Therapy Pod. Follow because us. Bad B Therapy uh, was taken already. Because we all need therapy. We all need therapy. Everybody needs therapy. And it's, huh, being a bad bitch is hard out here. Baddies get saddy too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, we love you guys. Keep breathing fire, my little dragons. And until next time. Hey. Stay high.